previously on Talk Dirty to Me. Everyone should try being radically honest with their friends. Liter- he was literally inside of me. Like we were having sex and I looked at him mm-hmm. dead in the eye and I was like, where'd your chain go? Two out of the three guys I was looking up with at the time had necklaces. I am also <laughs> working on um, being more sensitive to sensitive people. Coming up on this episode. Huh? Like, who the fuck is this girl who got you to settle the fuck down? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but I need to address something with you guys, which is mm-hmm. that I think it's remarkable that you two have not brought up Harry Styles. No oh, one's ever God. made us cry on this podcast before, by the way. <laughs> I'm a very guarded individual, and this person could literally just... I mean, we talk, like, just crumble me. Like, just... I could just fall into a million pieces and it's so fucking scary i'm terrified to lose you without ever having you and you're terrified to have me because you'll lose me this podcast discusses naughty experiences uses naughty language and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about Actually, okay, this is a crazy story, which I'm sorry, I feel like I'm talking so much. No, this is your episode. (laughs) We are hosting you. (laughs) Classic woman apologizing for talking on a podcast Mm -hmm. in which she's a guest on. Yeah. um, Okay, so this is... My partner and I have had these, like, insane universal connections for forever. And I will explain in a second how we met. But one of them was during the time where I had I had realized that I was madly in love with this person. And he, he is my best friend, but he, he really was my best friend at the time. And we had hooked up and we had stopped hooking up at that point. It was like after we stopped hooking up that I realized that I was madly in love with him. And I, you know, it was like totally just rocking me. Like I was not, I was not doing well with it because I felt like I couldn't say anything to him. And like, it was just, it wasn't toxic, but it would be like, he'd, you know, talk about girls or whatever. And I'd be like, that's awesome. And then actually just be like, so broken inside. (laughs) But um, anyway, I was, I was battling with that and I had really fallen off of the dating app game. Like I think kind of, you know, my mental health was, was really declining. It was like right in the middle of my first semester of my senior year. Um, and I was having like a really hard time. Like my confidence was down and stuff like that. I hadn't been on dates in a while, but I was like, no, you know what? Like, this is not, he is not going to be right for you right now. Like you need to like, get, you need to figure it out. Um, and so what I did was I was like, I'm going to go on a date with a guy. This is going to help me figure out, like, can I even be like, can I go on dates with other people? Like, is this person Mm -hmm. consuming my like brain so much? And and then at that point I would say like, that's really unhealthy. And like, maybe I need to do something. So sometimes you can use dates to be like, like to help you figure out what you need to do, especially about another person. But with this guy, and this is a crazy universal connection. I am sitting here, like I made a date with this guy, you know, I'd seen him on whatever, Tinder a lot. And him and I were like, let's just, you know, we were, we were trying to figure out whether or not we're going to hang out. I was kind of interested in him, but like, it was kind of hard to tell. 
and I was in, I was in this, the, my current part, I gotta give him a name. I was in my current part, I'll think of something. I was in my current partner's bed, but this is when we were friends. We were literally like laying together inside of his bed and I had opened a Snapchat from this guy and he was like, I know that guy. And I was like, shut the fuck up. No, you don't. Like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nope, I know that guy. And I was like, no, you're being obnoxious right now. You don't know this guy. Like, yeah. it's a random guy that I found on Tinder. And he's like, oh, yeah, what's his name? Or, or, or I said, what's his name? And he's like, Connor. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, me, this guy is new to my town. Like, would have no reason to know anyone in this town. And he was like, nope, I went to high school with him. And he pulls out his yearbook from high school and points and goes, that's him, isn't it? And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. This one guy that I'm trying to go on a date with to forget about you. And you went to fucking high school with this guy. You don't know anyone in this town. And you know him. Like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Whoa. Now now I'm like, now I have to go on a date with this guy. (laughs) I spite him. Like, I can't let. Mm -hmm. I need to give him a name. What about Schmidt? Schmidt. Schmidt Miller. (laughs) He is nothing like. Okay, sure. I know. Wait, no, we don't have to do that. You can do a different one. No, no, it can be Schmidt. So, so yeah, Schmidt is my partner today. Okay. I was like, oh, fuck. I obviously, like, need to do this to fuck with Schmidt <laughs> in some way. And also because now I, like, really have – now I can't let him know. I can't let Schmidt know that this wasn't going to work out. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I can't let him know that, like, I don't want to go out on dates with these guys or that, like, I don't give a fuck about anyone else other than him because I didn't want to, like, keep it on it. Yeah. And I wanted to... I knew that Schmidt had feelings for me, but he didn't know that he had feelings for me. Like, I had been sure the whole time. So I was like, I'm just going to, you know, this guy just needs a little push. I'm just going to fuck with him. Um, but then I was like, fuck, now I have to go out on this date with this other dude that he knows. And it was just the weirdest experience ever. But I went on the date and I was like, you are awesome, but you are not him. And that's mm. really what I knew. That was like, yeah. the I knew I, I got back from that date and I was like, you like people are fine, but no one is him. Oh, you know? wow. yeah. So. Um, so tell us about this man that you're in love with. Just Wait, tell us. I will, but. Ella, do you want to explain your situation that you're in? Oh. So I don't talk so much. No, that's okay. I'm, yeah, I'm in a bit of a dating conundrum right now, too. Um, I'm trying to casually date around and get a roster going. It turns out I'm horrendous at it. Just, like, truly horrendous. <laughs> Can't do it. Um, and there is this person who I've been, like, hung up on in the sense that I was like, do I like them? Don't I like them? I don't know. And, um, so I called Miller cause Miller is great advice on this. And I know that they are um, very into the dating multiple people. So I was like, great. And Miller was like, you gotta just go on a date with someone else. And then you'll know you gotta just do it. Cause I, I'm also someone who hates going on first date. I hate it. Um, so I went on a date with a new person and like, it was a great date. We had an awesome time. We got along super, super well, but in the post like drinks and dinner part portion of the date, the entire time I was like, fuck it. He's not him mm-hmm. the entire time. So it's like, I mean, pro tip, if you're hung up on someone, but you don't know if you like him or not, go on another date, see how you yeah. feel. I mean, it sounds like you both did the same, you both did that. And then you both mm-hmm. realized like in that moment that yes, you are wonderful, but you're not, you know, this person mm-hmm. or 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I think like I, I, I did that t- twice with this, with Schmidt. And the first time was I got to go to another date and see if like I even am attracted to other people. And that was like when I found out that I was like, Oh no, like I, this is not like a crush. This is like something real. Mm. And then the second time that I did that was really recently. And I, I guess I'm, I'm really telling things out of order because I should explain the, the Schmidt story, but um, he had sort of like confessed his feelings for me and I had really not, I was like not keen on dating now because I wanted to like preserve it, which, which again, I will explain, but um, I was like, now I need to go out on dates with other people and figure out if I can be in love with a person and still date other people. Mm-hmm. Um, which is different than before, which was like, I need to figure out if I actually have like strong feelings or not. This was like, I am in love with this person, but can I wait, you know? Whoa. And yeah, totally. what happened on this date that I went on and this was like, right, like literally this was probably like days before we started dating. Cause this is what kind of like, I really realized I went on a date with a new guy and I did have a good time. And like, I had a great time and I enjoyed his company. And I was like, this, this was awesome. I wasn't really like, I wasn't necessarily, you know, thinking of him in the way that I had the first time with that guy. Um, but that's when I really knew because I was like, I can do this and I can have fun and I can do all of these things. And it wasn't awful. It was really great. And I still want to be with that person. Mm. Um, and so I think that was like immediately when I knew like, oh, I can't like if I don't take this opportunity now, I will just be living on like mediocrity, essentially. Like everything's fine, but it's not it's not what it could be. You know? Um Yeah. Yeah. So I can explain the whole story with me and with me and Schmidt now, because also I really, I think that he would be a phenomenal guest to have on the podcast and I would love more than anything for us to come on together. And yeah. Really part like, two. I would, we would love to yeah, we would love that. part two as yeah. a couple. Uh-huh. He's a real, <clears throat> he's a real, um, showstopper. I feel like he'd have a lot of good things to say, um, <laughs> but okay. So my, Schmidt and I have had (laughs) just a absolute like the universe just like has fucked with us for from our existence my sister who is this is just like a really unbelievable story in general but my, my sister is definitely has like psychic abilities she's like a type a gonna be a lawyer does not believe in ghosts like she would never tell you that she was psychic but she's fucking psychic (laughs) and um she's had like premonitions before like dreams that have come true like she'll she'll like text me things that i'm like saying that i should do things when i'm already doing them like it's it's very weird she has like a sixth sense wow and i had just gotten out of this breakup um this bad breakup and I was living in Vermont and she texted me and was like, Hey, this is really random, but I have this friend Schmidt and, um, I don't know why I thought about this, but I just think that you guys really hit it off. Um, he's like living in Boston and he like sent, she sent me his picture and she was like, are you into it? And I look back at these text messages lately. My first text 
next was how tall is he? <laughs> and I was like, you know, kind of asking questions, and I don't know. She said it kind of. A, she said, I, mean, I just want to. I just want to point out Miller is very tall. Yeah, oh, okay. Which is why she's not just one of those gals who's like, I want to date someone tall, which I guess I guess is like totally fine too. But yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, which I also during my like little hoe phase that I had hooked up with. Actually, I hooked up with two men that are shorter than me. Most men Everyone's are smaller the same size than me in because I have, you know, a fat ass and I'm usually into skinny guys. So, um, but that's also a big change. If you, listen here, if you usually hook up with skinny guys, try hooking up with a thick guy, especially if you're a bigger girl, because there's a ginormous difference. Interesting. Um, which there's nothing wrong. Like I love skinny guys and like I have, I've been bigger than most partners that I have had. Um, until Schmidt, who could literally destroy me. Like, he, he could take me up with one of his hands and, like, move me wherever he wants. Like, terrifying, but preferred now. Um, but I always think you should try it. Like, just just try different things. Anyway, so my sister, psychic, sent me, like, a weird picture of him. Like, it wasn't a good picture. It wasn't a great picture of um, Schmidt and was like, hey, this guy's living in Boston, but, like, he's my friend. Like, I just think you guys would hit it off. And I kind of was like, yeah, like, he's cute. But, like, I live in, like, that's, like, four hours away, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I guess, like, you know, maybe if I'm, like, in Boston or whatever. Like, and she was like, yeah, like, maybe if you guys are ever at the same party, I can introduce you. And I was like, okay, fine. Didn't really think anything of it. Um, my sister has a bad track rec- record with setting me up with people, like, really bad. <laughs> so I was like, all right, whatever. Um that day I'm scrolling on Tinder in the town that I live in and I see this guy and he has like an, an initial name and then his like long name and yeah. she had used his initial name and he had a, the long name on oh, Schmidt like I think I think this is like the same guy and so I swiped he'd already swiped on me and then I was like that is so weird and so I texted my sister and she was like oh he must be visiting Vermont he had moved she had no idea he had moved to my town in in Vermont, Whoa. The, day, the day she sent that text message to me, she had no idea that we were going to live in the same city, and she just randomly, randomly thought that. Holy yeah. shit. So then I had to, like, explain to him. I was like, hey, like, I'm, you know, I'm blah, blah, blah's sister. Like, because then she, he was like, well, how, like, how did you make the connection? I was like, oh, I, like, must have recognized you from a photo. Obviously, a week later, I was like, oh, by the way, my sister literally texted me. Yeah. And I was like, you guys would make a good couple. Like, <laughs> whatever you should so I'm like okay this is so weird but still off the bat like I hadn't met him and I kind of was like uh, like I was seeing other guys but I was like okay he's like my sister's good friend like and he's new he was brand new again he had, he had moved that day mm-hmm. uh, so I was like well like you know go on a date or whatever and like show him around and like you know at the very least we could be friends we like Im- immediately like we went on that date we talked for like probably six or seven hours which is classic I know a lot of people do that but mm-hmm. um we we super connected and like we really connected immediately like sexually like we're talking about he like sent me porn after the first night like not in a sexual way and like oh you should like try this out or like look at this and like we just oh my really hit it off had a great conversation um and we were hooking up a little bit um and then hooking up, but like really becoming friends, which was cool. I wasn't expecting that. Um, it was like very different from all of my other hookups. And, but you know, just like a, kind of like a buddy or like a fuck buddy, but, but definitely like we had a good, 
relationship going. Um, and one night he came over to my house and we were like going to go out for drinks. And he was like, Hey, like I need to talk to you. I was like, okay. And he was like, we can't sleep together right now. And I was like, Oh, like, okay. Like why? And he was like, Oh, I'm seeing this girl. And I was like, okay, like, awesome. Fine. Like I enjoyed his friendship. I think more than I enjoyed hooking up with him at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, great, like, we'll just be friends. And he wasn't seeing her, like, in a relationship. I think she was a very monogamous type of person, mm -hmm. and he usually wasn't. But I think he was, like, you know, respecting that. Like, he was just like, I'm just not going to hook up with other people right now. And I was like, great, that's fine. Um, we very quickly, like, when we stopped hooking up, became, like, like best friends instantly wow. he became like a super important and like he would just randomly say it was like three weeks into knowing him and he'd be like oh you're just like I don't know what it is but like you are so important to me and like you just like make it on this like very short list of people who like mean the world to me like he just say something like that all the time he'd be like I can't even like I'm so grateful for you all these things and I was like all right Schmidt like cool man and like we just ended up I don't know forming this great friendship which very quickly like we would just be flirty all the time and like things just like we're never truly platonic between us which I usually don't have with my friends like I usually if I'm friends with a guy I'm just friends with them yeah um, but this was like so flirty and like I don't know the vibes were just always there and I just never met a person like him whatever and he would say things you know back like that to me as well like, he'd be like I've never met anyone like you or like no one else is like, you just like weird stuff that you don't say to your friends, but we were both saying. Anyway, I'm trying to speed up the, the story here. <laughs> um, he, long story short, um, he ended up breaking it off with this girl uh, who's one of his best friends now. And uh, I was like, oh, fuck, like, shit. <laughs> like I again I was like figuring out like one day I was like oh no I have total feelings for this person and like really bad um and he is the person that made me realize that I had never been in love before when I thought mm. I really thought that I had been like twice over and I just did wasn't even dating him I just fell in love with him and was like this is what it's like and I called Ella and I said to her I was like I am so sorry for all of the years that I judged you for being so sensitive and I not judged <laughs> you judge is totally the wrong word but I didn't understand like you would break up with a guy and just be like heartbroken for months and like sobbing and that had never been an experience I had had like I loved my partners but I really think I had never been in love mm -hmm. um and I had definitely there's never a been huge difference. Yes, there's a huge difference. And I just finally understood, like, what all the movies... It's, like, so cheesy. I understood what the movies were about. I understood, like, why my friends could be so upset. I understand why people are jealous and do stupid things. Like, these are things that I had literally never even felt before. And I just thought, not in, like, a self-deprecating way, but, like, I had always assumed that my partners would love me way more than I loved them. Because I knew, you know? Like, my last partner, he was, like head over heels in love with me really really in love with me um and had been for like years and I loved him and I loved him as much as I could at the time but I just knew that he loved me more than I loved him and I assumed that my life would be like that for forever like I just assumed that and I felt so bad like it sucks like I just assumed that all my partners would be able to like give more love than I would and then I met Schmidt and I was like oh 
uh, like accidentally wasn't in love. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally like a rock falls from the sky and hits yes. you in the head, and yes. all of a sudden, like there's no gravity. Like the universe yes. is a completely no different thing. Yes, and it I sounds in... really tacky and really cheesy, but it's just true. But it's true. Um, so yeah, I was in a no gravity situation, um, and I knew. I just knew, and I think that's part of the reason why I like didn't act on anything for as long as I did because we would always talk like always talk like oh we're gonna get married like it was like a joke like this on-running joke of like oh yeah like like I'm gonna we're gonna marry each other when we're 40 or he'll be like yeah like one day when you break my heart or like he like fake proposed to me twice and was like what are you talking about like that wasn't a fake proposal like you said no to me twice like come on like how many more ways could you like reject me like we always talk about this way and I'd be like yeah, like, she's just, like, I'm madly in love with you. We'd have this, like, joking back and forth, and then the whole time I'd be like, ha, 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 like, <laughs> I totally am madly in love with you, but I'm just gonna say that I'm madly in love with you, so you think that I'm not actually madly in love with you. Um, and the whole time I knew, like, I was like, I have this guy. Like, I know he, I am sure that he, he wants me, but I think that I wasn't so sure that he knew yet, but I knew it. Like, and I have, I'm never like that. Like, I'm really, um, I'm not a confident person when it comes to like, oh, does he like me? And I was like, nope, I know. Like, I just know. And I just thought it was going to be like, I thought it was going to be a like right place, right time situation where like, we would never, I never thought that I'd be able to be happy with him now. Like, it was always kind of like, I just wish we met in five years so that like we could date. So then a ginormous shock came to me when um, we were hanging out at my house in January and we were like listening to music. Oh, mind you, this is the thing. Sorry. These are the types of things that would happen between us that people would be like, you're not dating. We'd be like, no, we're not dating. Why would you ever think that? Like we, one of the first nights that we were hanging out when we weren't hooking up, it was like pouring rain outside in the summer and he was dropping me off at my house and Little Talks by Of Monsters and Men came on. And I just like had this like huge burst of energy. And I like cranked up the volume all the way, opened up all the doors on his cars and like pulled him out of his car. And we like danced in the rain to oh. Little Talks in the middle of the street, you know? And like, it would be that type of stuff that would happen all the time. Um, and we just, like, it feels genuine too. Yeah, so like genuine. it doesn't feel played at all. It's like, no. oh, yeah. It, 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 was, it was so natural to do that type of, thing and so in January we're at my house um it's just me and him we're like laying down on my bed listening to music as we always do and little talks comes on so I obviously pull him up and we start dancing around my room with absolute crazy people I'm like jumping on my bed like whatever and it was like the the second the song end we just like fell into each other and we totally started kissing which we hadn't since I mean we hadn't ever really kissed at all because we just were hooking up you know and it was like just this thing that like obviously both him and I had wanted to do for so long and it just happened that night and he just looked at me after and he was like like I love you and I was like yeah like I know you tell me you love me all the time and he was like yeah like I just love you a lot and I was like yeah like I know and then I was like by the way, I love you too. And he was like, I know. Um, oh my God. So then, so then. Yeah, I was crying, by the way. Don't cry, guys. 
happy tears. They're all happy tears. Oh my gosh. Okay. So then, that's what, so then, but then, and he just looked at me and he was like, you, you don't want to be together right now. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to be together right now. I'm literally an idiot for saying this, but I just thought like, he, he explained it the best because we ended up having a lot of conversations, but he was like, I'm terrified to lose you without ever having you. And you're terrified to have me because you'll lose me. And that's what it felt like. Like he was like, I just feel like, I feel like, like you're going to go so far away from me. Like I could have you now or I mean, have is like so possessive, but he was just like, I just feel like you're going to like run away from me or something, you know? And I felt like, you know, I felt like he was not sleeping around, but like, I was like, why, like, if we date now, like, we're not going to be together for a long time. Like, this is a person that I, like, genuinely, the first time ever, I remember, I told you this, before I even, before I had any feelings for him whatsoever, I was like, guys, like, I kind of think I'm going to marry Schmidt. And they were like, okay, like, that's weird, you've never said that before. This was, like, before I ever had any feelings for him. Um, And I just have seen myself, like, with him in the future so much that I was like, if we date now, like that's not going to happen. And I just like, you know, was scared, like was really, really scared. And I felt like he wasn't going to want to commit to me. And like, I just had, you know, issues in the past. And I just was like, why, like, why are we rushing this? Like, if this is like long-term, like if this is for such a long time, then like, why does it matter if we date now or not? And so we had had these, so then through January, we were just like, you know, continue to be friends, continue to like be ourselves. But like, we just have these conversations um, where he, he kind of like convinced me and convinced me and just made me realize that like, wow, it's really stupid to like, he was like, you just don't want to pursue this because you don't want to like hurt yourself or like, you don't want to let yourself be happy. He was like, just let yourself be happy, you know? And so I, you know, I let myself be happy. Um, and yeah, and, and we started dating. Um, and now I'm so, so, so happy. Um, I'm yeah. so happy for you. It yes. Just, I, I, like, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't know how to react to this. Like exploding with like joy for you. Thank you. We're no one's ever not... made us cry on this podcast before, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no I've never cried at anyone's cry. stories before. And that wasn't even a sad story. No, it's just, like, yeah. just like happy tears. Oh love is such a, it's so cheesy me to say, but love is such a powerful thing. And when you actually really feel it, describe it, it's just like, oh, I love it's, it. It's uh, Literally. interesting now because we're both like, I think everyone in our lives is kind of like, what? Like, how? Well, it's weird because I've never, I've never considered myself a relationship person. And that was the other thing is I got out of a giant relationship like six months ago and have loved being single. So I was like, I don't want to like, or not six months ago. I guess a long time now. Like, not eight months <laughs> Giant ago. Giant relationship. But, um, <laughs> I was like, that is so so not like me. Like, I'm not even a relationship person, and I'm, like, getting into another relationship. And he, and I think he would agree with you, is a total dog. Like, he has never, like, not settled down. Like, always has, like, five girls, like, on, on the line, like, ready to go. Like, him and I are both really... Um, like not like play around with I think like not polyamory but him and I are both just like very sexual kind of I wouldn't consider myself wild I consider him wild and I think that like everyone in this life is kind of like huh 
like, who the fuck is this girl who got you to settle the fuck down? Um, so, you know, um, that's that. But it's very interesting for us to, like, try to figure out a relationship. It's also weird when, like, someone's your best friend and you know them exceptionally well, but you'll never know someone in a relationship until you're in a relationship with them. Um, and that's a really weird thing to navigate around. It's like, totally. you know, you've dug a hole like a hundred feet deep and then you have to dig it a hundred feet wide. Such a beautiful story. I've never, I've known you for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I've, Miller and I have known each other for 20 years mm -hmm. and I've never once in my life heard you speak about a person like that. Yep. It's, it's terrifying. Wow. Uh, as we mentioned <clears throat> before, um, <laughs> I, yeah, people keep asking me like, how's it going? Like, it's going great. Um, I'm terrified. My life has never been so vulnerable because no one's ever been able to just like, I'm a very guarded individual and this person could literally just, I mean, we talk, like just crumble me. Like just, I could just fall into a million pieces and it's so fucking scary. Mm. It's so yeah, scary. when you, when you actually and truly love someone, it's quite like you're handing them your self and just being like do whatever you want with this yeah. and they could very well choose to just like wreck it yep. and then you're just like dead <laughs> yeah it, it, it's scary and um I don't know I'd love to know your guys's love languages which would be a, a great thing to talk about but um Ooh. my love language is definitely words of affirmation and like also acts of service but one of my big ones is words of affirmation I have never been shy about like the way that I feel about people I usually just tell them other than this giant situation that I just explained where I did not explain my feelings, but I always like, I have no problem being like, Ella, I love you so much. You're one of the best people in my life. And like, I care about you. I love you too, Miller. You know, <laughs> love you, man. Give me a cookie, give me a cookie, man. Okay, <laughs> you give me a cookie, I give you a cookie. <laughs> um, it's funny because actually, Ella, you and I are very Nick Miller and Schmidt. Oh, absolutely. I'm a Schmidt. I'm Schmidt 100%. I just, so, like, am Schmidt in real life, too. Yes. So. And, and I am Nick Miller, which is why I went with the name mm -hmm. Miller. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, his love language is not words of affirmation. Um, so sometimes I'll say things like, you know, I was, like, thinking about you today, and I just wanted to let you know that, like, I'm really, like, grateful that I have you in my life. And, like, I just really appreciate you, and, like, you're an awesome partner. And they'll be like, yeah. Cool. And I'm like, yeah, cool. And what else? Like anything? Did you want to? You want to tell me anything? Anything that is gonna like affirm the fact that like you're not gonna, you know, throw my heart out tomorrow? Like <laughs> anything at all? And I, I'll always be like, like Schmidt, like you're like. You know, you gotta give me something, man. You gotta tell me what, but his, his love language is physical touch. So he'll just like, like just always be around. Like he'll just always touch me in some way at all times, which Ella probably also knows is like, no, like I don't touch anyone. <laughs> I no don't, one. Yep. Uh, we yeah. like in our, we all, we have a group of friends that we grew up with. We don't like hug. Nope. Like we'll go months without seeing each other. and We just see each other. We're like, hi. Ella, I probably, probably hugged you. I can maybe count it on both my hands. Yeah, maybe 10, 10 times in 20 years. Maybe. Yeah. That's insane. Anyway, and yeah. yeah. So, but point being is it's really interesting to navigate um, 
relationships when you have different love languages. However, I would love to know what both of your love languages are. Um, well, mine is, mine is quality time. I need someone who like devotes all of their time to me, but then which sounds, which sounds ridiculous, but it's more so that I like to know that I am a priority. And if someone makes me feel like I'm a priority, that's how, that's how I feel love. And then very closely behind is act of service. Cause for me personally, there's nothing kinder than someone taking their time to help you mm-hmm. willingly, especially when you don't ask, mm-hmm. like, um, coming home and someone makes your bed or coming home and the dishes are done. Just like little things like that just mean so much. Paolo, what about you? I have no idea. I have not ever really thought about this. I think just really anyway. Yeah. Well, well I can speak to, let's go through them. There, yeah. There's physical touch, mm-hmm. words of affirmation, acts of service. Um, yeah. I think it's just three, isn't quality it? Quality time and yeah. five. Oh, there quality are five. Time, words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, acts of service. Gifts, Those yeah, that's five. the other one. Gifts. Yeah. Um, I think just knowing that, I guess maybe not it doesn't have to be like a material thing so i wouldn't necessarily say gifts for that purpose but for the purpose of like if something if someone saw something and thought this made me think of you or if someone sends you something they're like this made me think of you so the thought of like knowing that some that things remind people of me is it so i guess i don't I don't really know specifically like which one that would be in because it doesn't necessarily have to be gifts. The it shows that they were thinking of you. So it's more so the thought than like the gift itself. But yeah, I think w- actually words of affirmation probably hits me most. And there's definitely t- to be clear there is the way that you love and then the way you like to receive love. Oh, and I those see. don't always, you know, line up like I yeah. give love by words, but I like to receive love by like. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. I think. Time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I think I, I think I, I think I give love by like in gifts, kind of like so. If someone, so I'll send someone something, whether it be a physical thing or like you know, I don't know on social media or, or whatever it is. If it we makes me think, we of... send each other gifts, like huh? in our friendship. That's what, like, we, that's what we Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, this... like, I'm having a bad day. I'll, I'll send you, send some you tea. a Venmo for tea and cookies. Yeah. You'll do the same thing. Yeah. That's, yeah, but totally, I, totally. I think I, for you. I think for me, I think um, words of affirmation is how I feel most. Is how I, that's my love language, like, in terms of how I want to receive it, because, you know, receiving something with the thought behind it, of, like, this made me think of you, is obviously like that is very important to me but having someone actively speak up about it because I mean personally as well like my um my partner is very he's like very stereotypical English boy where he doesn't or English man where he doesn't speak emotionally but how I like to receive it most is like is verbally or you know in words um, but I think I probably give the way I give love is probably in gifts and thoughts like that. I think. I think it's important to note too that oftentimes in our society, men don't 
learn how to speak, especially from an emotional standpoint. And I think it has such a negative connotation for them that a lot of men that I've been intimate with have really struggled to do that. Not because they don't want to, or not because they like would rather not, but, but because unlike women in our society, not to generalize, but most women, um, men never built the skills to do that. And so it's really interesting to see, to, to see men do that. And I also think it's important, like for me to understand that just because that's my, or like for a lot of women, I think that's like our standard. It's kind of like, you have to take people where they are. And if the way that you show love is just by, you know, always like holding my hand or touching my leg or whatever, then like, why is, I think it's like valued the most to have words of affirmation in order Mm -hmm. to say that you love someone because it's saying Mm -hmm. that you love them. Right. But I think that, um, taking people where they are in a relationship is super important. And like it, like to not be egocentric in that way, Mm -hmm. like just because your partner is unable to say those things to you because of maybe the the society that he grew up in or X, Y, and Z is sort of like, Oh, well, like, does he bring you coffee in the morning? Does he, you know what I mean? Give you the gifts? Does he, you know, give you a hug? I think there are so many different ways to show love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I totally agree. And for men, I think there it's, it's harder. Some men, I think it's harder for them to find ways to show love. Totally. I mean, <clears throat> not to go off on a separate tangent, but if you literally just look at how boys versus girls are taught to handle conflict, men are taught to fight it out or just like not speak about it. Whereas girls, like we are, I mean, speaking from my point of view, and I, I know a lot of my friends, we're taught to talk about it. Like you talk about it with the other girls. You like learn how to express it. So naturally, that would transfer to a romantic relationship. Like, I ha- I personally have a problem where I also date guys who are really emotionally, they don't know how to, ex- are very emotionally involved, but don't know how to express it. Um, and it can be very frustrating, and it's interesting that that um, is such a widespread thing. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly, like, such a bummer for men that they don't know how to use words to express how they're feeling and what they're thinking and all these things and it's no fault of their own it's just how unfortunately our society rears kids I think also it I I mean I've been in a position before too where in the past that that I like okay so the I went through this thing in sophomore year and we like to call her sophomore sophomore Olo where this was before my partner I she was the most fun I've ever had. She's basically what um you would, Miller were describing as your like Tinder times. Like that's basically what I was, except it wasn't. It was like people in person. Like I wasn't meeting people on any dating apps because I've never. To be honest, I haven't really. I've dabbled in them, but I've like never actually gotten with anyone. Like hooked up with anyone from um a dating app, but. Sophomore year, Olo, sophomore Olo was the best bitch in the game. Let it be known. Oh my god! I literally a picture came up on my phone today of saying three years ago today was the day I bleached my hair, cut my fringe super short, and that's when she was born. Like she was born three years ago today, and 
she's now been put to bed for now, you know, like she's had her time. Maybe she'll come up again one day, we don't know. But um, there was some, there was this, this guy that uh, she hooked up with who was the most passionate, emotional man. And honestly, I hated it. I thought it was so sexy that, you know, the way that it was like everything was very, I mean, I, the only way I can really describe him is just passionate. That's what he was in every single thing that he did. And I was like, God, this is so sexy. But then when it actually came to like, I mean, it was a buildup of quite a while of um, like flirting with this, with this guy. He basically was an RA in my dorm in first year. And it was a lot of like flirty banter in first year and, and, it, the question would be raised sometimes and we're like no 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 and then in the second year um <laughs> actually so on valentine's day he had texted me and was like oh i'm going for di i was living in this other dorm and he's he knew i was living in that dorm because he worked he occasionally worked there in like the um <laughs> like the mail room so he said oh i'm going for dinner um, at my friend's flat around the corner from your dorm tonight do you have plans and I was like I'm gonna forget that it's Valentine's Day because I'm just gonna kind of just go I honestly haven't thought about this in so long <laughs> so I was like no I don't have plans we'll go we're gonna pretend like it's any other day so we went and everyone that everyone else there was a couple um and so we walked in and we were like this is, we're not a couple but it's fine um really flirty all evening and I was having a great time he was very you know he was very passionate everyone was watching him and the way he spoke and his name actually I don't care about censoring it because there are so many people with this name but his name is actually Spencer as well lol um <laughs> <laughs> the Spencers of the world, they're just like the brunt of, you know, oh, all of Spencer's. these stories. But hot he, name. Um, Spencer's hot name. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Very hot name. But um, he, so we were at this at dinner party and, you know, it was like very flirty. And I knew, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. We're going we're gonna to get with each other later. Like, okay, you know what? Yeah, it'll happen. I'm fine with it. So we went back to my dorm afterwards um, and then I was like, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom, I came back and he'd left. And he texted me and he's like, um, I don't wanna do this with you right now because I don't feel like this is the way it should go, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay. So I, that was the first time I'd kind of felt like there was respect in a way from a guy who I was gonna be like casually getting with or whatever. Cause I didn't really want anything serious with him. Um, and then when we eventually did hook up, it was, I hated it because the whole time he, and like, I know he was the complete opposite end of the spectrum compared to the people like my current partner in terms of emotion. I mean, everything he did was like a dance. <laughs> it was just so much. And I was like, this is, woo. So I told him afterwards, I was like, Wow, that I was like, oh my god, you're so passionate, Baba. And he's like, mm, thank you. Um, but it was just, it, no, I, I kid you not, it was it, but it was too much. So I think finding so physically, you know, the, the physical um, passion was. I don't really know how to explain it, but what I did learn from that was I needed to be less than that. Like it was just, that for me was the cap. And it was, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. It was a year and a half built up to this where, you know, like there was loads of other stuff going on with other people, like for me and for him, 
But there was a year and a half where it was like, maybe should we, could we? And then we did. And I was like, this is not worth a year and a half of like pain. Well, not, it wasn't pain, but it wasn't like the buildup was so much more. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Sexual tension. Like sexual tension. Sexual yeah, yeah, yeah. Tension. And I yeah. love sexual tension. Like, I, like, mm. lap that shit up. And that's what I think for him, it, it, he was on such a high from it. And he, you know, it was, like, very pre... Oh, my gosh. Sorry, my dog is snoring. Um, it was <laughs> very present in him, in like, when we did get together. But for me, I was like, oh, this is not... Like, this is too much. It the lead up to it was was great for both of us. Then the actual event, and then he kept texting me afterwards, and I was like, you know, and kept trying to make it happen again. I'm like, I actually will be honest, this is not for me. <laughs> okay, so d- did you tell him? Um, I I don't remember. This was at a, This was the beginning of a like a very long couple of months where there was like a my roster was pretty intense it was do you know what actually the there were a lot of people in a short space of time but most of them I only hooked up with once but with most of these people it was like a lot of tension building up to it and a few of them I a couple of them I was like oh I kind of wish that hadn't you know been just a one-time thing or whatnot and then there were there were there was two others who ended up being like a longer term thing um, but then that died out and I was like, I'm, I need to stop. <laughs> um, my rubbish bin is just full right now. <laughs> Shall we? So we have been recording for an hour and a half. Um, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Jesus. so shall we, um, shall we do some question roulette? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so spin the wheel and it will land on either one of our names or all, and then we all have to answer the question. Then after we've established who's going to answer the question, I will move on to this wheel, which has the questions on it. So first one. Okay, let's go. It makes a cute little noise when it chooses. Yay, it's our guest. <laughs> Woo! All right, Miller. Okay, Miller, you have the first question. Ready? Okay. Oh, this is so loud. I'm so sorry. What's your best relationship advice? These were sent Jeez. in from our um, Instagram followers, and I'm hugely thankful for this one. Okay. Oh, God. Um... My best relationship advice is to always be honest and to never get complacent. Mm. I think like getting stagnant in a relationship is super easy to do. Mm-hmm. I think you always got to switch it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I think that's and, great advice. Yeah, similar to the, the conversation we had at the, the top of the episode, <laughs> being able to always know that your partner is like being honest with you and not hiding not hiding anything like in a bad way like if you're upset you're going to tell them you're upset is like a very um functional way to have a relationship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. totally agreed okay next one (laughs) me hello (laughs) yay i'm the winner (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I'm so loud. 
This is such an awful noise. What is advice? That sounds like The Sims music. Um, what is <laughs> advice? What is advice that you wish you'd gotten younger? As in, when I was younger? Um, I think so. Yeah. Um. Okay. You might be the ripest peach on the tree, but there's always gonna be someone who doesn't like peaches. So no matter how hard you try, no matter how good you get at something, there's always gonna be someone who doesn't appreciate it that sounds shit but like at the end of the day you can't please everyone that's it i think yeah i like that i think that that's really empowering because it gives you the agency to be like not everybody's gonna like me that's fine Mm -hmm. that's that's them that has nothing to do with me yeah i think i needed to needed to learn that one younger than i did although i don't think i've learned Mm -hmm. it i think i just say it (laughs) (laughs) um what's a good mantra to like keep with you yes exactly okay next um shall we do it says miller but should we do ella yeah ella absolutely yeah (laughs) sure sorry oh my god this noise is atrocious it's a long one i know What do you consider your greatest dating accomplishment? My greatest dating accomplishment? I don't really know if this is necessarily dating, but um, my track record of dating people is I am not typically attracted to, if we're talking specifically about men, because that's um, who I've had the most experience with, I'm not attracted to like classically handsome men, like well-built men with like chiseled jawlines and stuff. <laughs> I obviously can like admire that they look good, but they're not people that I'm like physically attracted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like people who are really interesting, mm. but there was this one man who is probably one of the most gorgeous people I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Coincidentally, one of my best friends, best friends. Um, and we are at this party and there are like so many pretty girls there and out of all the pretty girls, he picked me and we made out on a roof and that was it. Yay! <laughs> Fantastic. Um, That's quite are we going to, oh, 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 yeah, uh, we do. Yeah. Cause I think you're too. Oh wait, you know what? Let's just, okay. Um, okay. we'll just, we know it's going to be all. Yeah. 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 Well, everyone just answers the next question. Please. Oh my I love God. It. <laughs> noise okay (laughs) would you eat someone's balls if they asked you really nicely um yes i would eat eat not like consume but like would you like suck someone's balls oh like a little lick i'm sorry this is probably way too um graphic for this podcast but i think if you're not like down doing role play while you're giving a blowjob you're not doing it right yeah Good. i know it's a bit of a hot topic but i don't know you know they don't have to ask me nicely it's just a part of the yeah and it's the most part of the general package yeah exactly Literally. it comes with a package <laughs> exactly good stuff um okay so Sorry, it was a horrible joke <laughs> uh, 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 mm. oh my gosh this noise okay 
Oh, I like this. What's the dumbest thing you've done to impress somebody? Um, Ella, would you like to go first? Absolutely. Um, so when I was 13, I really, really thought that if I showed up to the Justin Bieber concert in a purple American apparel sweatshirt like his, not wearing Uggs because everyone knows Justin Bieber hates Uggs, mm -hmm. I really thought that he was going to point me out in the crowd and, and like, rail you backstage. He, yes, she's the one bring her backstage i really did that that's fantastic and that's the dumbest thing i've ever done to impress somebody to impress justin bieber though no less that really counts i don't think that really counts it's just stupid <laughs> but well it's what your 13 year old self was like yeah this is how i'm gonna win that i also bought the sweatshirt for that purpose i wore it to the concert and i've never worn it again i literally gave it away to my younger brother because i was like I, I don't why did i know so i have the same hoodie um, but I didn't get to the concert because I was ill. So I, so our 13 year old selves were on the same wavelength, but I didn't I even didn't get to the concert. No, neither. Um, Miller. Guys, wait, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I need to address something with you guys, which is mm -hmm. that I think it's remarkable that you two have not brought up Harry Styles because yeah. I've been listening back to all these episodes <laughs> and not only in every episode um, Does he that you have been in Ella, including your first episode, have you guys referenced Harry Styles, but also mm. although in every episode I've listened to, the name Harry Styles has come up in every single uh -huh. one of the episodes. I think it's phenomenal, as it should, I mean, right? <laughs> I was like, I was waiting this whole episode to point it out because I really was like, these these ladies talk a lot of Harry Styles up in here. Okay, so we really love him. When I was and writing Timmy. down the quotes <laughs> from the episode, about forty five minutes ago, I wrote Harry Styles in the top corner as a reminder to make sure his name is brought up. <laughs> so Miller, thank you for doing. Thank it you for so us. much. You're welcome. Um, I definitely um, did something like that for Harry Styles, though. I mean, I would do anything for Harry Styles. Yeah. Me too. No lie, no uh, less. So Tell me. What, what is the dumbest thing you've done to impress someone? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I think I need a little bit more time to choose. <laughs> because there's, like, a lot of stuff. Um, oh, my God. I, oh, oh, okay. So, this is a good one. Um... When I was no seventeen, yeah, I was seventeen. Um, I did a summer course at Yale. Um, did the like drama program, summer high school program, whatever. And this is actually a whole story that needs to be told in an episode. So I will save it for when we have the episode with your partner, just so that we can like you can hear it as well and be a part of it too. Um, but. But there was a guy, I was sitting in one of the, the quads, one of the courtyards in like one of the buildings with a few friends and it was summertime, gorgeous weather, everyone's outside. And I was with a couple friends and I had taught them the game Odds. Do you know Odds On? Mm. How to play Odds? Yeah, if you don't know sure it, do. you should by now. If you don't, you basically, it's like a, tr a way to try and get out of a dare in a sense. Okay, so I saw this guy um, in the quad and I was like, damn, he's sexy. So I made my friend, Basically, basically, um, 
I was like kind of odds dead, whatever, to go up to this guy and like give him a hug. And then that turned into me hanging out with him for a little longer. And they were across the quad watching this happen. And I basically went up to him and I said, can I give you a hug? Um, it is for a dare, so you can say no. And he's like, well, what's in it for me? I'm like, I don't know, a hug. So anyway, I ended up what I was trying to like make um, my... F- I was trying- I guess I was, I don't know what my intention was, but I wanted, uh, this guy was really attractive too. So I was like, I want to get to know him a bit. So I sat down and was like having a chat with him um, for a while. And then he gave me his number and we started texting. And he was at Stanford at the time studying. He was like about, in his final year of Stanford. So he was quite a few years older than me because I was still in high school. Um, and we were just texting while I was there for the five weeks. Anyway, um, I found his... <laughs> his public Spotify playlist um, yeah. and I found out what his music he had been listening to and so I was like okay oh well fuck I need to get into Hippocampus I need to get into Young the Giant I need to get into um, um, Walk the Moon these were the three artists I was like I need to like this music so that when we actually have our, when we actually meet up, I can be like, I can accidentally play, you know, I'd be like, oh, sorry, my music's still playing. Oh, haha, you listen to Anna Sun by Walk the Moon as well? <gasps> anyway, oh so I did God. that. Yeah, so that, so yes, that hands down is probably the dumb, although I don't think, in hindsight, it was pretty dumb and kind of sketchy that I could even find his um, Spotify playlist. But oh, I think that's- Not at all, I that's, think that's great. <laughs> That's the furthest I've gone, I think, in terms of trying to get somebody to be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm into this girl. She likes the same music as me. Yeah. That's a really long way of saying my answer. <laughs> I love it. Um, All right, Miller, you're up. You're up, lady. I'm having a hard time because I think I, I do things, I try to impress people often. <laughs> and I, I funny. like I'm such a phony in so many ways that like I think about that often mm-hmm. um unfortunately the the first thing that came to my head I have five scars on my face and I got two of them because I um was with my like first boyfriend at the time and we were snowmobiling and he had like gone off of this jump and like said that I couldn't do it or like wouldn't be able to or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I got on the snowmobile and like as fast as I could possibly go went off this jump, which I was like, that's sick. But on the way back down, my whole face just smashed directly into oh. the front of the board. And like my whole face was bleeding. I had like cuts all over. Oh. And I have two scars on my face today because all because <laughs> my boyfriend at the time was like, I don't really think you're, you can do that. Oh my god! And there's a video. There's a video of it. There's a gif. Actually, I made a gif. Um, <laughs> of course. Like, like coming down and it just totally face to the fucking oh. snowmobile. Oh, no. And I have scars in my face from it. So overall, not worth it. But <laughs> but it's yeah, a good was, story. It was kind of <laughs> sick, so it's fine. But anyway. La- oh my god! Last one. Mm, let's see what it says. It's still spinning the wheel. <laughs> That's one answer. <laughs> Staying in or going out? Miller, staying in or going out? I like to go out. Yeah. I mean, Ella? if I'm thinking in terms of pandemic, definitely staying yes. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. blah. We... <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I just feel like it had to be said. Yes, but true. In thank terms you. of like life in general, go out all the way. There's, I mean, there are honestly, I don't know. There are few things that are as fun as like getting ready to go out mm-hmm. and like as a woman or or a man who likes to wear makeup, whomever, like getting your face on, getting your outfit together. Like, yeah, it's just so much fun. Yeah, that's the that. I mean. Yeah, that's always when you've got like the group together like your group of friends or whatever and you're just like pre-drinking you know pre-drinks um no what's the word pre-gaming oh my god I'm so out of touch <laughs> and then putting your <laughs> face on and putting your outfit on and taking the pictures and like doing your slut mm. drops in the bedroom yes. like that I think yeah. I mean is that that's not even staying in or going out. It's like a hybrid of both. But I think that's ultimately the best time. But I also think with like partners and stuff, it can be so fun and like new and like sexy to like go out somewhere. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that like spices things up more than like, do you want to like Lounge. hang out at my house and I'll like wear this sweatshirt that I wear like, oh, oh, every day. I think it can be so fun. Like, I mean, obviously going out with your girls is like the ultimate, the best, but I think even like if you're going on a date or whatever, getting yourself out of a situation or like out of your normal everyday thing can be such like a spicy, like fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I no. totally agree. Yeah. Going out with your partner, like to a club and stuff is quite thrilling as well. Uh, There's like a different... I mean, I haven't really done it that many times, to be honest. But, <laughs> but yeah. The- it's so much fun because you're like, oh, you're dancing together, you're getting drinks, like, mm-hmm. whatever. And you could just be two random people. Like, nobody knows that you're dating. You could have just, like, met there that night and yeah. had this connection. I don't know. I think all of that is just so fun. It's like it's, the- it's also nice to, to walk up into a space and be like, yeah, what about it? Like, <laughs> that guy fucks me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's this, like, weird, like... Um, when you're like on the prowl, like I have like seven eyes usually, like mm-hmm. when I'm out in a space, like usually I'm like always looking around to like see if like people are looking at me or whatever. Like there's this air that I have to have about me, which is like that's like counts at any moment. But when you have a <laughs> yes. partner and you walk up into a place like that, you're like, what's up? Like, I don't care if someone's already fucking me. Like someone's filling that hole. Like it don't matter, <laughs> you know? Like, Literally. What do I want to do? There's, like, less pressure to make yourself feel sexy when you're, like, walking in with the person who makes you feel sexy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely it. But genuinely, like, I have... This is, like, my 17th episode of the podcast, and I have not... No one's made me cry on the podcast before. No one has... I haven't learned so much about, like, you know, not just... Yeah, from things like love languages to how to how to um figure up giving head (laughs) how to spice up giving head yes i mean apparently according to the 30 year old i know all there is yeah (laughs) we take his word for it oh god i'm so joking but but, uh, no really i mean like i've learned a tremendous amount from this and i have so much to think about as well like you know i mean i sat here in silence for most of it because I'm just processing everything. There's so much to... Uh, so much to think about! Uh, so dense! Thank you guys so much for having me on. Um, this has been really tremendous. And Ella, thank you so much for bringing this amazing soul into the world of Talk Dirty oh to me. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Miller.
better. And although I'm just over the moon that you guys have met. Yeah, finally. Person, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be Good great. Game over. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. And Ella, as always, I miss you. Everyone stay safe.